The Tampa Bay Buccaneers made the hiring of offensive coordinator Liam Cohen official. So what's next for the Buccaneers? That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Monday episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener interview every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JRCO underscore box, credentialed member of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers as deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And for that, I want to share my appreciation for your continued support of the show. One of the ways you can support the show is by becoming a Locked On Bucks insider, where you get news, rumors, updates, and just general thoughts, plus one-on-one conversations with me via text message. Head to jointsubtext.com slash Bucks to become an insider today. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. On today's episode of Locked on Bucks, we talk about the next steps that need to be taken now that the Bucks have an offensive coordinator. And of course, it's a mock draft Monday. But first, we need to talk about that hire that was made official by the Buccaneers over the weekend. The Buccaneers officially announced the hiring of Liam Cohen as offensive coordinator on Saturday making him the third offensive coordinator the team has had in the last, oh, three years. But on my Friday Live episode, I dove into a little bit of Cohen's history and the reason I liked him so much. But this is a guy who isn't even 40 years old yet, has 14 years of experience, and has a history working with some really good, really smart coaches. Todd Bowles said in a statement about the hire, quote, We are thrilled to welcome Liam Cohen as our offensive coordinator. Throughout the selection process, Liam stood out for his innovative offensive mind, exceptional coaching skills, and the remarkable impact he's had at every level of his career. We believe his vision and approach to the game will be a tremendous asset to our team, and we look forward to the energy and expertise he brings to our coaching staff. Cohen was hired after seven different candidates were interviewed for the job. That's three fewer than last year, for those of you keeping score at home. And he brought with him a history of success. In his four seasons on the offensive staff in Los Angeles, the Rams were fifth in passing yards per game, seventh in total yards per game, ninth in third down conversion rate, and ninth in points per game. He was also the offensive coordinator in Kentucky for two of the six seasons in school history where the team scored 50 touchdowns or more. Now, Baker Mayfield, Pro Bowl MVP Baker Mayfield, told the media that the Bucs asked for his input during the process, asking things like, does he know the candidate? Has he had any interaction with them? What are his thoughts on them? And he said it was the first time he's ever been part of a process like that. And to me, 
that points to the Buccaneers absolutely bringing him back. I've gone from around 95-ish percent sure to 99.99 percent sure that Baker is going to be your quarterback for the Buccaneers next season and beyond. They aren't asking his input if they aren't making him a top priority in the offseason and making sure that he stays in town, nor is he bothering to get involved in the process in answering those questions if he isn't trying to return next season? So those two things pretty much go hand in hand for what the Buccaneers are doing, what they're planning, what Baker Mayfield is thinking, and the entire situation surrounding him. And look, you can say all you want that you know the Bucs are, are asking his input because they... They want to bring him back, but maybe Baker doesn't want to come back. And, you know, maybe another team swoops in and offers him more money, which is absolutely a possibility. But at the same time, generally free pending free agents are not involved in any kind of hiring process whatsoever for a team's coordinator position or a coaching position or anything of the such. The players are players, the coaches are coaches, and until you have one under contract, then you're not going to bother asking for their input. Now, of course, there would be exceptions for a guy like Mike Evans or a guy like Levante David or you know these legendary players that are you know likely future Hall of Famers, at least in Mike Evans' case, Levante should be there, but I don't know, that's a, that's a topic for another day. But you're not reaching out and talking to a quarterback that has been on your roster for one season and is about to become a free agent, his input and his opinion on offensive coordinator candidates if he's not in your long-term plans. It's just not going to happen. It, it Again, it doesn't make any sense at all. It would have been like last year leading up to uh, to free agency, the Bucks were asking Blaine Gabbert their his opinion on who they should hire as offensive coordinator. Tom Brady had retired. Blaine Gabbert was his backup. Let's let's ask Blaine Gabbert what he thinks. Oh, by the way, he's about to be a free agent, and oh, by the way, he left to go be with the Chiefs. Situations like that are only happening if the team and the player have an understanding that they want to make sure that they get a deal done, get it figured out, and move forward together. Otherwise, his opinion of the offense coordinator doesn't matter. Period. So Liam Cohen's history with Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield's history with Liam Cohen, all of that verges together in this search and reaching out to Baker Mayfield for his opinion. Could they have hired Liam Cohen? without planning on bringing back Baker Mayfield or without Baker Mayfield's blessing? Absolutely. I'm not saying that the only reason that Liam Cohen got this job is because of his relationship with Baker Mayfield as short-lived as that was. He was a qualified coach. He's been an offensive coordinator at both the collegiate and the NFL level. He was more than qualified and more than capable of accomplishing and, uh, you know, landing this job and then doing this job with or without Baker Mayfield. So yes, that, that plays a part in it, but 
again, he's not underqualified and only got the job because of Baker Mayfield. Every one of the candidates that the Buccaneers interviewed, all seven of them, were qualified candidates. You're not, you know, interviewing guys just for the sake of interviewing guys. They're although you go back to last week and I talked about everybody needing to have patience, the Bucks going through their process, having to try to figure this out, but hiring the right guy, not the first guy. Yes, all of that is true. At the same time, there is a slight bit of urgency to land your guy before somebody else lands your guy. So you're not going to waste your time and waste somebody else's time interviewing someone that's not qualified or that you don't foresee having the job if you know they're not in the running legitimately. So Yes, you take your time, you vet these guys, you you sit down, you talk with them once, maybe twice, maybe three times, and you hire the right guy for the job. You're not wasting your time. You're not wasting their time. You're not wasting the time of a pending free agent quarterback to ask him questions about these candidates if you're not serious. So long way of saying that a lot of signs now are pointing to the fact that Although it, it seemed likely that Baker Mayfield was going to be the quarterback in 2024 and beyond and get that, that deal that he earned after signing a prove-it deal with the Buccaneers last year, now I would honestly be absolutely shocked if Baker Mayfield does not return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2024. But What's next for the Buccaneers? I give you what should be the top priorities for the Bucs and their new offensive coordinator. That is coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That's your cue to order in. Order pizza, wings, soda, burgers, even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. You can even order your team's gear from local spots and have it dropped off directly at your door. If you need to change up the luck that you're having, come halftime. I know with my kids' crazy schedules, there's a lot of eating on the run, and sometimes I'll place a DoorDash order as we're leaving the ice rink or the basketball court so the food is waiting for us when we pull in the driveway. All of your favorite restaurants and stores from retail to grocery are on the app so you can shop everything that you need to get game ready. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, brakes, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, 
It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Every day is make sure you come back tomorrow. I know on Friday I told you that I was going to have a special guest on this episode. Some last-minute scheduling conflicts kind of threw a wrench in that. Trying to work out rescheduling him, hoping to have him on tomorrow's show. But, of course, we're going to continue to bring you the latest in the world of Buccaneers football. But in the meantime, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. So the hire has been made, but the job is just starting for Liam Cohen. So what should be the top priorities for Cohen and the offense? And a special shout out to Locked On Bucks insider Mike, who actually pitched this idea uh, through the subtext. So again, join subtext.com slash Locked On Bucks, be an insider, and you could inspire an episode. But let's talk about these top priorities. First and foremost, he has to fill out the staff with a wide receivers coach and an offensive line coach. In Los Angeles, he worked with Eric Yarber as the wide receivers coach, and Kevin Carberry as the offensive line coach. Yarber has been in L.A. since 2017. I don't think he's leaving McVay. Meanwhile, Carberry is now with the Saints, having just been hired. So both of those guys are probably out. Now, if we're looking at the Rams staff, offensive coordinator candidate Jake Peets may still be an option to come in and work underneath Cohen. They did work together. Um, He would likely be the wide receivers coach, but an interesting name that may come up for that wide receivers coach job is Rashad Samples. He was the running backs coach with the Rams in 2022 and is currently the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator for Arizona State. Shout out David Harrison, forks up. As for the uh, offensive line coach, he may go back to the well at Kentucky and bring in Zach Yenser, who has been their offensive line coach for the last two years. However, I think another priority should be finding a run game coordinator. And the reason I mention the run game coordinator now, even though, as you guys know, last week I was saying it's not a necessity, you know, you don't necessarily have to fill that position that was voided by Harold Goodwin. But you know, now that, that the job has been filled by Cohen, I say that the Bucks and, and Cohen should look for that run game coordinator because Cohen comes from offenses that are much more pass happy than the one that the Bucks just ran last year. And I don't think that's a recipe for success in Tampa. You know, you don't want 
Baker Mayfield having to drop back and chuck the ball 40, 45 times a game. That's not conducive to their success. They did a lot of, of running through the air with Rashad White uh, you know, during the, the second half of the season, and it really worked out well for them. And it actually started to invigorate the run game a little bit. But the Bucs have to get out of the basement of the NFL with their run game. And I think Cohen is going to need some help with that. So finding a guy to come in and be that run game coordinator. Again, I, I even go back to uh, to Rashad Samples, who was the running backs coach in L.A. That might be a position that he would be pretty well suited for if he and Cohen had a really good working relationship and he wants Samples to be part of this staff. But you have to find the right combination of offensive line coach and a run game coordinator. Maybe they're the same person, but you need to find that combination to help spark this Buccaneers run game next season with Rashad White and whoever else is going to be on the roster. The next thing that Cohen needs to do is sit down with Todd Bowles and Jason Light and talk about their vision of free agency and which guys will be back and which ones won't, at least in, in a perfect world. That opens up the door for him to start breaking down what he has on the roster and what he needs for his offense from a personnel standpoint. Obviously, they want to bring back Baker. They want to bring back Mike Evans. But is their plan to leave Stinney as the starting guard? Is their plan to keep or cut Russell Gage? You know, is he going to be on the team next year? Is Chase Edmonds going to be on the team next year? Now, with, with Light and Bowles' blueprint in mind, Cohen can move forward looking at what free agents are going to be out there as well as turning his attention to the draft and what possible pieces could take the offense to the next level that they could find in the draft. So you, you need to be able to sit down as, as that trio and really hammer out kind of the roadmap for this team and this offense with free agency and in the draft coming up because Cohen has a vision of what he wants this offense to look like, what he wants to do in it, and what pieces they have that are going to work, what pieces they don't have that he needs in order to make this the offense that he's envisioning. And if they can make this the offense that he's envisioning, now you're looking at potentially winning a fourth straight division. You're potentially looking at a fifth straight playoff appearance, and maybe you get past the divisional round this time around. Again, you're you're going with a guy who has experience with play calling, has experience as an offense coordinator. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be growing pains as this offense gets introduced and worked out when the season begins, just like we saw with Canales. But this is a guy that's been doing it for a little while and has a flow, has a knowledge and, and an understanding of how to run a football game from the offensive standpoint. So got to sit down with those guys and really hammer out what they have, what they need, what they're planning to do. And then finally, I want him to meet with the remaining offensive staff and really sit down and, and make it an open forum. Make it, you know, you can, you are at liberty to say whatever you want, but talk about the season last year. What worked? What didn't work? What did you like? What didn't you like? What did you want to change? And get this whole staff on the same page of what Cohen's vision is 
and what he's looking to accomplish, as well as how this staff feels about how things went, how they feel about his vision, and what they feel they can do with the players on the roster to make that vision a reality. Some of these guys are probably wondering if they are still even going to have a job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and getting on the same page with all of these coaches is going to go a really long way in setting up what the future of the team is going to look like, both in 2024 and beyond. And it's going to tell Cohen who's on board and who isn't. And whether it's more than just the wide receivers coach and offensive line coach jobs that need to be filled or If there's a guy on the staff already that you sit down and you're able to speak with and you think, you know what, I want to bump him up to the wide receivers coach. I think this guy could do wonders with the offensive line based on what he's telling me, based on what his knowledge is. Really just full-blown, open conversation with the remaining coaching staff. And and there's – it's – John Van Dam has interest from another NFL team for their quarterbacks coach. I believe it was the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are interested in uh, in Van Dam for one of their offensive coach openings. So now maybe you're looking at a situation where the sooner you can sit down with Van Dam and talk to him about his feelings and and his you know visions of the future along with yours, you say, all right, this guy is going to be my my wide receivers coach, or maybe he's going to be my quarterback's coach. You know, maybe Thad Lewis is is going to take an opportunity elsewhere. Really get a feel for who your staff is and the best places to put them. It is a mock draft Monday. That is coming up next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. I love kicking back with the family, chowing down on some of our Super Bowl staples like queso, pizza bread, pretzel bites, cupcakes, and just enjoying that last night of football before September when all the games will start again. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. And not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players are going to score a touchdown, how many points are going to be scored, and much, much more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Wrapping things up here on a Monday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. And uh, it's a mock draft Monday. I'm going to be reacting to another one this week since this was kind of a last minute change to the plan. I wasn't really planning on doing mock draft Monday, um, but, you know, because of, of the guest. But since we have to reschedule, I did find one from Jarrett Bailey of Touchdown Wire, who did a post-Senior Bowl mock draft over the weekend and included some pretty big trades in this one. 
He had Washington trading up with Chicago for Caleb Williams. And he did that before Cliff Kingsbury was announced as Washington's offensive coordinator. Yes, Cliff Kingsbury, who just coached Caleb Williams. Mm, looking like that might be a little bit of reality. But uh, Jared also had quarterbacks going with each of the top three picks in the draft. That was kind of interesting to see unfold. But for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick number 26, he had them taking offensive lineman Graham Barton out of Duke, but he didn't have any explanations for his picks. It was just this team, this player, this team, this player. But did a, did a shallow dive into, uh, into Graham Barton, and he was a left tackle at Duke, projects to be an interior offensive lineman in the NFL and uh, would be filling a need for the Bucs for sure. He's 6'5", 315, was a three-year starter at Duke. 34 of his starts came at left tackle. Five of them came at center, and he played in a zone-based rushing offense where Duke ran the ball on 60% of offensive plays. So that basically means that he is an absolute mauler. Uh, his strength, hand placement, and his knowledge are three of the things that are his most talked about attributes. His understanding of how to win reps, how to gain leverage, correct hand placement, all of those things uh, are, are some of the key features of Barton that a lot of these draft experts keep harping on and keep referring to as to why he's going to be a late first round early second round selection in the NFL draft and projected to be a day one starter at guard or center in the NFL. Um, for the second week in a row, uh, I really like the first round pick that the Bucks have in this draft. Now, I don't know if I would put guard at number one on the priority list for, for the Bucks in terms of positions of need. I think edge rusher is more important. I think safety is more important. Uh, you could potentially need another wide receiver, but starting guard is absolutely a position of need. Now, again, we're going to go through a lot of these different mock draft exercises and things are going to change drastically from right now on February 5th to post free agency or post initial wave of free agency. because we're going to see the Bucks roster start to get filled out a little bit, see what positions are, are filled, which ones are rising in the need category, things like that. But if you can land a, a big mauling, strong, smart offensive lineman with your first pick in the draft, and he's a day one starter, that's going to drastically improve your offensive line. I think Hainsey's going to be locked and loaded at center. Um, you already have your right side of the line figured out. The, the one hole that you really need to fill is left guard in between Tristan Wirfs and, and Robert Hainsey. And I think uh, Graham Barton really, uh, he really checks all of those boxes, right? You're going to have an offense where, you know, Again, you go back to to Cohen, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm a little scattered. Real quick, you go back to Liam Cohen as your offense coordinator. He's come. He comes from a lot of pass happy offenses. I talked about it a lot. Of why I think he needs a run game coordinator. This is an offensive lineman that comes from a run based offense. So there weren't a lot of negatives in terms of his pass blocking 
But this is a guy that if you want to get that run game out of the bottom of the NFL, this is the kind of guy that you target. This is the kind of guy who has done a zone blocking scheme for the run game all three years at, at Duke as a starter. So if you're looking for a way to invigorate the run game, you bring in a guy who just mauled people on the opposite side of the field from him because they run the ball so much. Again, not a whole lot of knocks on his on his pass blocking and moving from left tackle to left guard means that you know all positions along the offensive line are important. Don't get me wrong, but his one-on-ones are not nearly as vital at guard as they were at left tackle. So there's not going to be as much pressure on him as a rookie in the passing game at guard as there would be at tackle. He's got a pro bowler, all pro, uh, right next to him on the left side. So I think when you take a look at the at the draft prospects and what the Buccaneers need, this is the kind of offensive lineman that you need to look for. You need to look for that guy that comes from a run-heavy offense, not a pass-heavy offense, because the Bucs need more help in the run game than they do in the passing game. Again, I say that knowing that Mike Evans is a free agent and all that, but you know this is a team that is going to throw the ball a lot. But they can't successfully throw the ball a lot if they're still 32nd in the NFL in the run game. That run game has to be addressed and it has to be fixed. Barton is the kind of offensive lineman that I would be looking for if I was Todd Bowles and Liam Cohen, and I'd be super stoked if I was Rashad White. That is going to do it for this episode of Locked on Bucks. Again, I hope to have uh, Tristan Ferris coming up on tomorrow's episode, but I will keep you guys updated as to when we can reschedule that interview. He has plenty of things to say about new offensive coordinator Liam Cohen from his time covering the University of Kentucky football team. In the meantime, check out everything that is going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and become a Locked On Bucks insider. They'll be the first to know about uh, the uh, Tristan interview and when it will be popping up. You can do so by going to JoinSubtext.com slash LockedOnBucks. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. want to thank you so much for joining me right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, my God.